0: Oh yeah Five LSU. LSU I said they ain't ready for the LSU No, they ain't ready for the LSU Huh? They ain't ready for the LSU No, they ain't ready for the LSU We Be the best in the league if you looking for talent LSU going hard, but we beat Alabama Then we going off to Florida Drown the Gators. Everybody getting bucked when we step in the stadium. This is an LSU anthem. You know it's a hit. You don't know another rapper to step like this. See me streaming out the window, yellow, purple, and gold. I'm an LSU fan, girl. You know how we roll now. Back, back, and back it on up. Hey, back, back, and back it on up. Hey, back,
1: back, and back it on up. Hey, back, back, and back it on up. Hey. Back, back back it on up. Hey. B.A. We're live. Friday night here. We got a great show for you. We got some guests, two, two two different sets. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you can say two because the balcony bangles is like six dudes. So (laughs) we'll see how many show up with them. I mean, we'll see how many get are are able to get in. But yeah, we got we got we got uh, a few uh, people jumping in this episode. Uh, To start us off, though, we will have JoJo uh, with us here briefly in a moment. Will be joining us, uh, the recent commit. Uh, out of Grayson High School in Loganville, Georgia. Uh, Looking forward to talking to him. So all you guys who are in here, go ahead, start sending in questions. If you have questions you want to ask for uh, JoJo, please put them in the comments. And, of course, Zach and I are going to ask him some questions about his recent commitment uh, and whatnot. Uh, But if you want to ask him a question, uh, put it in there, and we will get to it. Um, We really appreciate him hopping on here uh, to do this interview. Uh, But before we get to JoJo's act, um, man, we continue to be busy when it comes to recruiting, Uh, not just in football, though, and baseball as well, and the transfer portal. No doubt, Jay Johnson is the portal king. Paul Skeens, probably the biggest name left in the portal, is now a Tiger. I mean, you go out and you get Dylan to Brock, right? Uh, Great pitcher out of Creighton. And he actually joined the show uh, a few weeks back. Awesome interview. Great guy. Uh, He was drafted. So you lost him to the draft, but you go out and you immediately fill that spot again with Paul Skeens. Zach, is Jay Johnson the Portal King or not? I don't think it's a question. (laughs) Jay Johnson is the Portal King. I mean, to reel in
2: Paul Skeens and Tommy White Tank, Tommy Tank's White. In one offseason? season, and Thatcher Heard? yeah, it's it's massive. I mean, this is the lady. biggest, the biggest transfer portal haul that I've ever we've seen ever not we've period. ever seen ever in yes. in, 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 in LSU baseball basketball. history,
1: maybe in college baseball, and maybe, maybe so. Are you are I mean, because the transfer portal is kind of a, a you know relative to the history of sports, the transfer portal is a new thing. Yes. And so, yeah, I I think this may be the biggest pull in the history of college baseball when it comes to the transfer portal. And and look, guys, I love Paul Maneri to death. I do. Legend, Hall of Famer coach, no disrespect whatsoever. But it is of my opinion that this is something like Jay Johnson could do and Jay Johnson only. Maybe Skip Burtman could have pulled it off in a transfer portal day. But Jay Johnson is a guy that, I I mean, I I feel like this is good. He is embracing the LSU culture of baseball uh, a lot better than maybe the previous few staffs had. Well, and let's not forget
2: that he is getting to recruit with the LSU brand behind him. And as we've mentioned before, the LSU brand carries a ton of weight no matter who you are as the head coach. Baseball, football, basketball, it yeah. carries a ton of weight. And I yeah. think we have seen that a lot with all three of those sports in yeah. the transfer portal yeah. this season. The coaches, yes, they have to recruit. Um, they have to do well in recruiting themselves. But the LSU brand, as we've mentioned before, it, it, it can recruit itself. And yeah. when you add yeah. really good head coaches like Jay Johnson, like Brian Kelly, like Matt McMahon,
1: yes. it makes it so much Jim easier. Mulkey. Yeah, Kim Mulkey. Kim freaking multi. Yeah. I mean, it, it's awesome to see what Jay Johnson has done. And, I mean, guys, like, this is not being Homer whatsoever. I think this is a known fact. Like, LSU is going to be number, preseason number one. Like, preseason number one is, I think, a given at this point for LSU. Yes. It should be really fun to watch baseball uh, this coming spring. I can't wait. But football is right around the corner, Zach, and – Brian Kelly continues on the recruiting trail, uh, landing Tyree Adams out of out of New Orleans. But not only does uh, Brian Kelly continue, Brad Davis continues. Yeah. You know he got his recent uh, pickup out of Buford, Georgia, with Paul uh, Mubinga, and now you get one of the top uh, offensive linemen in the state of Louisiana out of Tyree Adams. And guess what? Lance Hurd is still out there. One of the top offensive linemen, not only th- the top offensive lineman in the state of Louisiana, but yeah, like one of the top offensive linemen in the country. Yeah. So, uh, great, great time for LSU right now when it comes to recruiting and like all sports. Uh, I don't think that, uh, Brad Davis is done by any means. No. Uh, but speaking of recruiting, we got a recruit here on with us. Jojo is is with us. Bring him on in there.
0: What's What's up, up, JoJo?
1: What's up? Appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you joining in, man.
0: Hey, how y'all doing? How y'all doing?
1: We're great. We're great, man. We appreciate you taking the time, uh, joining in the show, answering our questions, uh, taking the time out of your day to do this, man. Uh, So, obviously, right off the bat here, guys, you know, if y'all, again, if y'all want to ask JoJo uh, some questions, put them in the comments there and we will get to them. Uh, But, JoJo, I mean, I think the number one question we got to ask you is uh, why LSU?
0: Um, you know, coming up, I really didn't even have like one of those teams that I was just always watching. But I just, you know, you you always know LSU. Like you, you always coming up. You always know who LSU is. So yeah, so you know what they can do on the perimeter with receivers, and you know how dominant they are. Then they're in the SEC. So LSU has always been one of those schools that you know just popped out just because you know they're LSU. Absolutely. And then uh, the relationship, the relationship part. Uh, kind of just played a, a big part in it as well. You know, the receiver coach um, coming from Georgia, him recruiting me for a while wow. now, and us having that great relationship. And yeah. then, you know, the culture that Louisiana has is just something different that I just never <laughs> really experienced. And it's something that, you know, it's not something, you know, some people, I know some people who kind of get thrown away from it, but I know, but with me, it just kind of feels something like, oh, I want to learn more. I want to, you know, be be a part of that, so. LSU definitely, is a big school.
2: Well, JoJo, you mentioned playing receiver. Um, but for the LSU fans at home, for those that haven't followed your recruitment quite as closely, we know that you were labeled an athlete. Uh, seems LSU has recruited you as a wide receiver. You're going to play wide receiver at LSU. Um, but tell us, what other positions have you played at Grayson? Uh, what, what other positions do you enjoy playing at Grayson?
0: Um. Well, last year the whole season I played. I played quarterback. I played QB. I uh, yeah. played receiver. I played corner. Play safety. Play slot. Play running back. My <laughs> freshman year, my freshman year, uh, I went uh, popped off at running back. So that's what got my name going. When I when I got moved to running back my freshman year, but yeah, i I've I've played a variety of positions.
2: So, speaking with in with Grayson, you you of course you got another year. Your senior year is coming up. So what are some of your junior goals? Year is coming up. Junior year, that's correct. You're 2024. Um, your your junior year is coming up, you've got um a big season ahead of you. You know, what are some of your goals uh for this upcoming season? Um and with now that you've made that commitment to LSU and it, it seems like wide receiver is gonna be that spot, is there more of an emphasis at wide receiver now for you?
0: Definitely. You know, now that we got us a QB at grace, I don't have to play quarterback no more. So I've been locked in, you know, since I've committed it's just been, you know, straight grinding getting ready for August 20th. We're in the bins So, first game against Marietta. So, uh yes, yeah, so I'll be playing I'll be playing receiver and you know, goals that I have is like, you know, um first off, state championship is is the main goal this year. Yeah. State championship. I got to get another ring. Um I want to go for a uh, 1500. I went for 1300 last year. I want to go for 1500 this year or more, you know. Yeah, and then you know, I just want to, uh, you know, I want to win. Like I want to be dominant. I want, you know, I want, I want people to feel, you know, my presence at wide receiver since I haven't really got to bring it in, you know, to high Ooh. school football yet, since you know. So yeah, that's one thing Ooh. I want it to be felt this year.
1: Ah man, I like the way he's talking. I like the way he's talking. Yeah. Hey, there's some there's some receivers that's come through LSU that that uh folks felt their presence. So I mean. <laughs> And, they, and when they lined bit. up across them, like, they knew who they were. So, I like the way you're talking there, your, your mentality and your attitude. Um, kind of bouncing off what Zach said here, you know, uh, you, obviously you're there at Grayson. Man, Grayson has been pumping out some some recruits, man. I mean, obviously, in the 2023 <laughs> class, we already got your teammate uh, who's going to be a senior this year, Michael Doherty, mm-hmm. uh, safety uh, uh, there. Um, you also got several other recruits within your class. I mean, you got you got Walt Clare. Uh, you you mentioned us, you know, here before the show. You mentioned Zion uh, and a 2025 guy. You said who who loves LSU at a at a Jalen Bell. I, I mean, obviously your your head coach there is Adam Carter. I, I mean, what what is it like to have this somewhat in your words pipeline uh, to Division One and and how much. How much does adam coach carter uh play a role into that i mean i mean why why is it that way at Grayson
0: uh, as far as like everything we do really like the way he approaches things the way like the way the way we just do everything it's kind of like uh it's kind of like we're in college already like i I'll kind of say that like the way he the way we do everything the way he pushes us the way he's on us about time and all of that it's almost like we in the sec right now. So, so that, that, and then LSU was such a, like, such a dominant school. Like you, you can't, you can't, you can't forget about LSU's history regardless of the past couple yep. of years. And then, you know, with me, what I, what I feel like, I feel like I I have the influence, I have the influence to, uh, you know, build a class around me and, you know, start, and start recruiting and just making something different, like getting LSU back, you know, I feel like LSU is one of those schools that that's just, dominant school i just want to get lsu LSU is one of those schools
2: well i mean the history speaks for itself for sure yeah
1: i I mean you mentioned the past seasons like that's not characteristic of lsu right and i mean that's why you saw the change um and speaking of that you know obviously you mentioned cortez hankton obviously he was at georgia so y'all had a relationship i mean being in the state of georgia i'm sure cortez hankton wanted to keep you there but now that you know he's a louisiana guy and he came back home, essentially, to LSU uh, because Louisiana is where he's from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can fully understand why he wanted to make the change. Um, but aside from Cortez Hankton, you know, with LSU making the the head coach change, you know, like you said, you know the history, you know what it is. So the expectations are high. Uh, and, and when these last two seasons didn't go the way it needed to, it was like, hey, we can't have this. So they bring in a, a guy like Brian Kelly. You know, tell us how much uh, Brian Kelly played in your recruitment and, you know, have you got to meet him and, and what your experiences has been like with, with Brian Kelly. What's his impressions on you so far?
0: Um, like, like I was saying, like you asked me about Coach Carter, the way he runs things, like he focuses on the little things. Like you can't get to the big things without getting through the little things. And one thing Coach Kelly, like – that I observe from him is that he will like the, the, the little thing, that's what it starts with. And that's, that's, that's big. Like coach Kelly, uh, when I was talking to him, he, he really didn't even talk about, you know, winning. He just talked about like the little things. He broke down every single little thing. So the little things, yeah. I feel like, I feel like that's, that's like, that's real development where you, where you, where you can't get past nothing little.
1: Yeah, I mean the details, obviously, in in a sport uh, where you got eleven guys you got to play with is is extremely important, and one of the biggest things you know we've been hearing out of Brian Kelly is accountability, Mm -hmm. and it felt like the past two seasons maybe accountability was slipping a little bit. Um, So I mean those those are great things to hear from a recruit. You know that that reassures us as fans to know that what Brian Kelly is saying, you know, he's telling his recruits as well. Zach, one thing I will say, Jojo.
0: Go ahead. One thing I will say though, his staff is, uh, he got a good staff, you know, as far as like yes. when, you're, when you're in the environment, everything that they do is kind of like, 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 like at Grayson right now, we break everything off on state championship. That's the goal. That's, that's, that's what we think about every single day. But of course we got to get through the little things. But at LSU, it's like, everybody's on one accord. And that's, 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 that's big. You know, it's like, everybody's trying to get back to that standard. Everybody's trying to get back to being LSU. So, and then you can really feel it while you're down there. So that's 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 a big thing. And I know when a lot of people go down there, the feeling of just being at LSU hit different. And that's, yeah. well,
2: accountability and I think unification for Brian Kelly uh, wow. has has been one of the biggest things. Jojo, just a few more questions for you, man, and then then we'll let you go. Uh, one of the questions I want to ask you is obviously, as Regan mentioned earlier, LSU's put out a ton of talent at wide receiver. Uh, is there a certain wide receiver? Maybe maybe it's not LSU. Maybe maybe it's a different guy. Is there a certain wide receiver that you model your game after?
0: Uh, I wouldn't even say wide receiver, to be honest with you. My favorite player is Alvin Kamara. Oh, yeah, definitely. My we, favorite, got, my you got favorite,
2: a, I think, I think you're, hitting love that heart, answer. <laughs> you're hitting some
0: heartstrings there, man. <laughs> yeah, my favorite player. My But I watch, like, I don't, I don't even play the game. I watch football all day, so I, I would just, like, like I love Jamar Chase, how he like physical, his presence is there. Then you got, you know, Odell. You know, he got that little that 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 shimmy that you can't really and then you got like um what's his name? Kaderius Tony from Florida. He, he came out of Florida. You you couldn't really stop him as far as just on the on the on the movement wise. And then you got Alvin Kamara, his balance is crazy. So I just kinda I just kinda try to put a lot of those different like, you know, Stefan Diggs, the way he runs his route, Jerry Judy. Yeah. So I just I just watch all of them, and, and the way I train, I kind of put it in – I kind of all put it in because I, I don't train for one position. I train for plenty of positions, and the way I do train, it has to be, you know, somebody that you're you feel me, trying to mock.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I mean, you, you say people like Alvin Kamara, Stefan Diggs, Jerry, Judy, you know, we like to hear those type of things. Yeah. Uh, especially those players. I mean, big-time players, you know, it's definitely – uh, some good guys to try to, you know, model and watch film on. So, uh, obviously, you know, we talked about the pipeline there, Grayson. You know, you're going to try to get some of your boys to come. <clears throat> Zion coming. Walt Claire I mean, you and Michael got to do some recruiting, man.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. I've been, I've been on that. I've been on that, though. Hey, the staff, <laughs> the staff they, they called me. They, uh, they said they're going to hire me. They said they're going to hire me. <laughs> we made a little joke.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. We would we would love to see that. We'd love to see that. Hey, so uh, you know, have you have you made a in your visits yet? You know, have have you met any current players uh, with with LSU? You know, what, what were your impressions from them?
0: Oh yeah, of course. I've actually been there. I've been to LSU a lot. I just like yeah. a lot of the times that I went down there, I didn't even announce. I've been at LSU a lot of times. So uh, the players. One thing with the players is like, um when I first met him, you know, the first impression is always everything. It was, it was more like, you know, you know, more like teaching, teaching me, you know, yeah. more like, like, what can I learn? Like I observe a lot of things, but for the players to kind of just, you know, naturally give, give, give me game on stuff like being at LSU, it's something I didn't really experience, you know, going to other schools, it was more like, okay, we're going to have a good time. You know, we're going to show you this and that. But when I got to Baton Rouge and, uh, when I hung out with a lot of the players, it was more like like giving me game on on, on a lot of the things yes. on a lot of things they do and why and how. And you know, just the culture of being in Louisiana, being Gosh. at L S U, you know, a lot of things are different. So one thing I say I liked with the players was, you know, the way they the way they uh open me open me up with uh open arms, I'll say. That's awesome. That's yeah. that's
1: good to hear. I mean, from the current players. Yeah, uh, let's get to a few. Uh, Jojo, I think we got a few comments of guys wanting to ask you some questions here, if you don't mind. And then I got one more question for you. Once we hit these, and we'll we'll let you go, man. All right. So we got
2: Justin Bruce starting here from uh, LSU Daily. Just says wants to, he wants to say what's up. Uh, and then we've got Jacob Johnson. Did he, he wants to know? Did you like playing quarterback?
0: <clears throat> so, you know, being an athlete, like a good athlete, I played quarterback coming up, coming up through do literally all of that, but I, I played running back, you know, when you're young, you don't really pass the ball. So you, Right. Yeah, at times they just put the, who who can, who can score a lot? Let's put them at, uh, let's put them at QB. So
2: yeah. Most athletic
1: person <laughs> put the ball in their hands.
0: Yeah. So, you know, last, last summer, me training, me training and preparing to play receiver and, you know, going to the first game at receiver, like last year, I went into the first game playing receiver. Like the yeah. thought of me playing quarterback was never like, i didn't train we didn't practice with quarterback yeah. throughout the whole summer no spring practice i was playing receiver so we went into the first game and uh our quarterback that we did have uh, he had to adjust like he, he couldn't adjust as fast it was different he had came from another school so um, i got you. that's when mid-game they put me at quarterback And I've been playing quarterback, I've been playing, I've been playing quarterback for a while. Like even eighth grade, my ninth grade year, I played quarterback as well. Played quarterback, running back, I played a lot. So me going back to quarterback, it was more like, just like a flashback, just getting back in that, just getting back in that QB mode. Like every time I switch a position, it's kind of like, okay, you know what to do. It's not, it's never a panic moment. And since then, since the first game, since actually like, going into the game, I didn't play QB, I say, before halftime, they switched me to QB, and then uh, I had through I had through a, a deep ball, and that's when it just clicked. It just clicked. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I didn't like it. Uh, you know, I'm a team player, so I enjoyed it because it's what my team needed. So one, one last
1: thing, we obviously I mean everything you've told us, Jojo, you you love football is what it sounds like. What's yeah. one thing? One thing outside of football. That you love to do,
0: create things like you know, uh, like draw. I've I've, yeah, okay. I've had a, I've actually had a business. My shirt, actually, y'all see it? Uh, oh, shoot, JS eighteen. So nice. um, I, like I like to it. I like to create a lot of stuff. Like, I remember my eighth grade year, I had a whole business for uh, customizing cleats and actually, you know, selling them. Like I was customizing. Wow. I was I was wearing my own cleats. If you look at the Collins Hill game last year, I wore some Rick and Morty cleats. Wow. I like I like to I like to uh, design things, you know, draw. I, I've been a good draw drawer. Yeah. But, you know, I never really just like drawing on paper. So well, once well, I got, I once I got that, the eighth man. grade, I just kind of took it there.
2: Man, JoJo, like when I was in eighth grade, I was like making little paper footballs and like coloring like <laughs> team designs on it and then selling them for like 25 cents. So I kind of feel you on that. I kind of feel you on that, you know.
0: Well, hey, yeah, and then and then you know my, that, where, the way I dress on the go? field has always been different too, as well. Like I've never like I remember coming up. Hey, we got these team socks. We're gonna wear. All right, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. So,
2: <laughs> where, so where can people go and check out your merch? Is is it somewhere where people can go and check it out?
0: Oh, the shirt I got on, or in, anything you're creating, anything you're selling. Um, selling. I would say Instagram right now because I actually had I didn't even drop this here. Like I just got this about a week ago. So, so I'll say Instagram, Any anything I have going on, very active on Instagram. Uh, actually, actually we have a, we have an Instagram for this, for this, uh, for this clothing brand. Um, I'll, I'll send you guys that.
1: Awesome. Awesome. That sounds awesome. Go, go. He'll send it to us and we'll, and we'll put it out there for you. Hey, we appreciate you joining in Jojo. We really appreciate you taking the time, answering our questions, buddy. Uh, we're really looking forward to seeing you in a tiger uniform here in the next few years. Uh, you have a good night, man. Appreciate you hopping on.
0: Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all.
1: Absolutely. See you, man. Uh, so next, we're going to cover uh, you know, we, we've continued last week, we covered special teams. This week, we're going to cover uh, the DB room, uh, which is kind of a you know, well, there's some things to discuss, you know, there's some positions to be earned uh, out there, uh, with, with the DB rooms. Uh, but Zach, I'll let you kick it off, you know. The corners. I mean, the, who's going to be all, all, all on the on the on the islands? You know, out there on the right and left side of the field. Well, you know, I, who I, are we I talking think,
2: I think it's pretty safe to say that Jarrett Bernard Converse is definitely yeah uh, going to be one of those guys that's a starter. Now the question is, who's going to be the number two guy? Do you choose somebody like Seven Banks, who transferred in from Ohio State, was a former freshman All American? Has dealt with some injury, lost his starting position at Ohio State, and therefore transferred over to LSU. Uh, but the talent is definitely there, and yeah. uh, he is really big on draft boards. Yeah. So um, the the talent level is there. Or do you go after a guy like Makai Garner, who's had a really good off season and has really impressed the staff? Yeah, uh, I, I think Jarek Bernard Converse has, has locked down. The one of the corner positions, one of the island spots. Yeah. I think that second position is going to be between Seven Banks and Makai Garner. So we'll see right here.
1: Yeah. Well, I was about to say Jarrett Bernard Converse, uh, I think is a lot, Uh on, on one side. Uh, I mean, Big 12, uh, you know, first team Big 12 defensive player, uh, like three or four-year starter already. You know, I, I mean, tons of experience, tons of talent. Like, he's going to be your solid guy out there. Yeah. Uh, and, and, of course, like you said, Makai Garner and Seven are probably going to be the guys playing for the outside. I mean, honestly, I think it goes, you know, into the fall. I think it goes into, like, the games. You know, who's going to go out there and and and, and perform the best? Uh, ultimately, I think it's going to be Seven. Uh, I mean, no knock on Makai whatsoever. Uh, I mean, he did some great things at, at – at, Louisiana Lafayette, um, and it was a great player. But I think Seven has a little bit more experience and talent to pair with uh, Jarek Bernard on the other side. I think ultimately Seven is going to be the guy. And just based on what we saw in the spring game, you know, there were some struggles uh, for Makaya, but, you know, he can grow. He can learn uh, and develop. You know, he may prove us wrong. You know, we hope he does. But, you know, I, I'm going to take Jarek Bernard and I'm going to take seven on the wings. You know, who are we going to take next A nickel. Yeah, we can go with nickel nickel. Is that, give me your, who, who's going to be your nickel. I think, I think your nickel, nickel, play, yeah. nickel back. Nickel. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think
2: it's going to be Greg Brooks with, with Sage Ryan close behind. Um, yeah. I, I, I still really like Sage Ryan, uh, and his ability. He definitely hasn't reached his ceiling yet. You know, he, I think he dealt, he's dealt with some injury. Um, yeah in the time that he's been at LSU, and he wears number 15, so I love it. I, I love. I don't know if y'all know this, but I I, I love the number I thought, 15. I thought,
1: wait, 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 no, 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 Sage Ryan wears 15. That's what I'm saying, Sage Ryan
2: wears 15. I thought
1: you were saying Greg Brooks.
2: No, I mean, I, mean, I think it's going to be yeah, yeah, Greg yeah. Brooks and Sage Ryan. Yeah, I think, yeah, you yeah. know, those guys are going to kind of alternate at that position. Yeah, I think Greg Brooks ultimately gets the nod because of the – um, experience there I mean he's yeah. been a, he's been a full-time starter at Arkansas he has the SEC experience yeah um, Sage has like we said dealt with injury a lot so I, I maybe next year is it ends up being his money year for him uh, after Greg Brooks is gone um, so I'm really looking forward to that position because I mean that's that's obviously a key position I mean it's yeah. one of the biggest positions on the field nowadays in college football yeah and so um, I, I think it's gonna be mainly those two guys
1: yeah, I, I mean, got to agree again. People have been so high on Greg Bo- Brooks. Uh, like, you know, we, we spoke with Austin Louie, you know, your buddy from college who who is an Arkansas fan. You know, we got his take on, on Greg Brooks and Joe Fouché, and he said Greg Brooks is a guy who's not – he has not tapped his ceiling yet. Like, yeah. He, he had not tapped his full potential. And supposedly some of that potential is being seen. I mean, they're in, in during spring ball. Like it was like every day we were hearing Greg Brooks was getting intercepted. I mean, he was getting like, it, all the time. There was like a streak for a while where he was yeah, getting intercepted like, all the time. And you know, one one party is like, "Oh shoot, you know, Greg Brooks is a guy," or is it, "Oh shoot, our quarterback's thing, right?" <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you know, that's yeah. your thought in spring ball. Like, which is it? You know, are are we do we have terrible quarterbacks or is Greg Brooks that dude? Yeah, you know, we hope he's that dude. I mean, they continue to rave about him. And and um, you know, I saw on a few things that. He may be one of the, like, guys to look out for who's kind of flying under the radar this coming year in the SEC. Um, like, I, I fully expect him to be like – Greg Brooks to be like an all-second-team defense for the SEC, maybe first, you know, if he's if he takes a, a step from where he was at Arkansas. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think Greg Brooks uh, is the starter. I will say he's the starter. Obviously, Sage Ryan will get plenty of, of, of time. I, I think he'll play a lot this year. I don't think he'll be the starter. But I mean, yeah, you got you to give guys some rest, some breaks. You know, they, they switch out packages and whatnot. Like they're going to Sage is going to see the field. I mean, he's a five star recruit right there out of uh, Lafayette Christian. Like he's he's going to play a bunch. Well, and, and uh, so. speaking of
2: speaking of recruits, you know, you can't forget Jordan Allen. I mean, Jordan Allen is yeah, right, also right. you know going to be probably play that position some and so you know maybe probably probably won't get a whole another lot of experience LCA guy. Yeah. another lca guy uh, another lca guy another a guy who maybe probably won't get a whole lot of experience, uh, experience this year but definitely will get some some reps um and and, and hope, hopefully um you know they stay injury free there but you know if you need him he's there uh, if Yeah. You, if and, and a really talented freshman in jordan allen if if you need to uh use him in that position if, if you lose greg brooks to injury you know god that's, forbid that to happen but. yeah
1: that's two guys i've really there's two guys I've, i'm really looking forward to like they're coming in their freshman year you know that may not see the field as much but i'm i'm ex- like excited for their future mm-hmm. because they've been so vocal is jordan allen and Latarence Wells? yeah like they have been very vocal like they're louisiana you know do or die like uh they're, they're there to play for lsu and nobody else like those are two guys, like, they're probably going to stay. Like, you, you won't see those two guys transfer. So I'm super excited, uh, you know, unless something plays out to where they need to. But they just don't seem like the type. Yeah. Like, they're here, and they're they're committed to it. Uh, I mean, Latarence Welch stayed, stayed committed to LSU through the, the coaching change. Um, so I, I'm excited about those two guys in the future. But, yeah, Greg Brooks, I think it's his year uh, for the nickel spot. Uh, I guess next we got to talk about the two safeties. Who, who's going to be – the two safeties. There's some options, dude. I mean, They're Todd really Harris is. is coming back for his 15th season <laughs> at LSU, uh, so there's a little bit of experience there. You know, of course, man, bless Todd Harris. You know, it's hard. I mean, had, had, had some go. injuries, man. Uh, I mean, 2019, it thought, you know, he was going to be the guy out there, mm-hmm. and, and then tore his AC. Was it 2019? He tore his ACL in the in the uh, Texas game. Texas game, yeah. And, and of course, that ended up being you know Grant and Jacoby Stevens, correct and um, you know, he's going to be there, but also major Burns, Joe Fouché, and probably your top guy, Jay Ward. Yeah. So you got four guys that legitimately could be there, you know, it could play Derek Davis was a five-star safety who's on your team as well, yeah. uh, is going to be, you know, second year this year, Jordan tolls, Matthew, Wayne Jordan tolls. So like there's safety, there's an abundance of, of of riches there. You're so, they're four
2: deep at free safety and four deep at, at strong safety. Yeah.
1: Like you, you, you got multiple options. So, you know, I, I think we may see several people play and it's good to have some depth there, but who's, you, I guess, obviously the question, who's your starters? Oh, well,
2: I think Jay Ward um, is, is pretty much a lock at free safety. And then at the other safety position, I think it is going to be a battle between major Burns and Joe Fouché. Um, Major Burns is another guy that has battled injury. Uh, we know he transferred in from Georgia last season. Baton Rouge uh, kid. He, he was a Baton Rouge kid. He was a starter for part of the season last year before going down to injury. Yeah. How much has that affected him? How much has he been able to work back and get back to you know, 100% this offseason? But if, if he's not a goat, you've got Joe Fouché, another Arkansas transfer. Um, another starter at Arkansas that has a ton of experience. So LSU, as you said, Reagan, they are definitely not lacking experience, talent, or depth yeah. at the safety position at both those safety positions. Right. And I, as as some people have mentioned, I really think that the secondary is is kind of a position group that's been slept on a little bit. Yeah, for they're LSU. definitely underrated. Now, definitely I mean, underrated. I think it's a position. I think you can only go up after yeah. the last two seasons. You yeah. there? You can only go up. You you went yeah. from a historically bad season, not a great season last year. I mean, injury um, prone last year. You dealt with so many injury injuries. Prone. Um, you know, and and there's there's some guys that we haven't mentioned. You know, like De, uh, at, at, in the secondary as well, like Demarius McGee and Radars yeah. been there a long time. You got yeah. a freshman and uh, Jalen Davis Robinson as well uh Welch I mean yeah. all those guys um there's there's a lot of lot of names uh and a lot of talent there yeah. at, in the secondary I think the biggest question is can you put it all together you know yeah, who correct. who's the best correct. the best four the best five that you can put on the field and can work cohesively as a unit yeah. um to lock down the the passing attack um, that's going to be the biggest question, um, and I, I, honestly, I, as I said, I, I don't think <laughs> I think you can only go up from the last two seasons. No, so no, I think no, we'll no. see an improvement, LSU fans, no matter look, what.
1: Look, here's here's my thought when it comes to the DB room past two seasons. Um, well, let me mention this season. This season, like first, this season, I think you're going to have a unified group regardless of who plays out there. It's going to be a unified group, yeah. And you know, Brian Kelly came in, and uh, you know, the understand the under. It was understood. Sorry, it was understood that safe there was going to be a safeties coach and there was going to be a DBs coach. Yeah, it was. You know, there wasn't going to be one. You know, like it was of Corey Raymond. See, that was a was a problem the last two years. Um, you know, we dealt with the whole Bill Bush being safety, Corey Raymond being db Corey raymond didn't really like that he wanted them together there was that going on and let's be honest Derek stingley was having injuries elias ricks was kind of upset that you know he wasn't getting the nil attention that he needed or well wanted wanted yeah let me rephrase that uh, we were injury so you had coaching issues i mean bo Polini was your defensive coordinator and then the net last year, you know, all like I give all the respect in the world to Durante Jones because he made the defense better. But he's a first year coordinator. You had his hands
2: were tied the first six his, games,
1: correct? Hands were tied the first six games. Then all of a sudden, Ed Ordron's letting him do what he wants to do with the defense, and it looks better. That one is coaching, and then of course, the Corey Raymond thing with him and Bill Bush in the DB safeties room. So, coaching was a problem, injuries were a problem. Todd Harris, Major Burns. Derek Stingley. And then there was some toxicity within the locker room. And the injuries made depth a problem. There was yeah, so injuries made depth like all of these things came together like the DB room got hit hard. Yeah. Coaching, players, injuries, like all toxicity. of it. Like it was it was bad and it's been really bad the last 2 years because of those things. This year it's understood you know Brian Kelly, he ran a ran it a safety coach and a DB coach like, like for a very long time with his coaching staffs. So it was understood like that was going to happen. There's accountability going on. There's a new staff. There's a new feel. We've brought in some transfers. Like, it's going to be pulled together. Yeah. Like it is not, it is not going to be the way it has been the ta- the past two years. And that, I,
2: I think there'll definitely be struggles because it is sure, a sure it is a completely sure. new group. I mean outside of Jay Ward, it is a complete completely new group. overhaul. Yeah. So there's going to be struggles. Correct.
1: But you're not going to see just absolutely stupid blown plays. Yeah. Like like completely inexcusable plays. Uh as all you will have inexcusable plays. I mean that's just they're human, right? Yeah. But like it happened often. Yeah. And it was a consistent problem, right? And and, and a
2: scheming issue, a coaching issue, player issue. Correct.
1: So I mean, I do not see any way, shape, or form that the DB room is near as bad as it has been in the past. And I think the DB room may be like the like we said, most underrated room in this. I mean, in this team. I mean, Jay Ward is going to be a dude. Yeah. Like Greg Brooks, from what we saw in the spring, things people are saying could very well be a dude. We know Jarek Bernard Converse is a dude. Does Micaiah Garner does Seven Banks step up, right? Sage Ryan, Joe Fouche, like Major Burns, does he come off of injury? Like, there's two spots that are kind of in question. Yeah. You're who's gonna be on the other side of of uh Jarrett. of Jarek? And who's gonna be the other safety other than Jay Ward? But there's depth there, there's talent there. So honestly, if one guy steps, if Joe Fouche steps up and he's that guy. And he plays physical, kind of like a Jamal Adams type of player. Like if you get that out of him, and then let's say, or just eighty percent of that, out right, of him. right, eighty percent of it. If you get seven banks to do what he did his freshman year, now that he's in, you know he's healthy, new location, ready to roll, like your There's DBs could be very good. There it, could, there, it could be very the, good. The thing
2: about this secondary, Reagan, is there is a lot of potential. Yeah. For them to hold that DBU moniker,
1: yeah.
2: But there's also on the flip side, there's a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, there's a lot of question for marks. For sure, for sure. Which is, I think, the biggest hurdle that this coaching staff is going to have to overcome. Yeah. And I feel confident because Robert Steeples and Kerry Cooks have yeah. been doing a fantastic job on the recruiting front, and you yeah. Know, I mean, the strength and conditioning staff has been doing a fantastic job with them. So when you look at that group, it, you can't just look at the players themselves and the coaches themselves. You have to look at the whole. And yeah. the whole uh, has become drastically better. Yeah, And so yeah. I, I have to agree with you. I think that this group will be drastically better. Now, yeah. the question is, will they be elite? Will they be SEC great? Um, I don't think
1: there'd be like number one in SEC. Like no,
2: no. Like
1: um, I don't. But expect they could. They could be yeah.
2: anywhere from a top three secondary. Yep. The to the a FCC. to yeah. a middle of the row lower yeah. tier. I mean that's the that's how big
1: this this
2: uh,
1: of a question I mean, it is. If but still, I, even if they are middle of the row, that's better. Yeah. Like we were horrible. Yeah. I mean worst it's ev- Literally worst it's ever. Literally been. worst it's ever been. Statistically, in Bo Pelini's year, I mean that was just awful, and, and I mean that's why you got an overhaul of change. Yeah, I mean that's why Brian Kelly's here. I, by far, bar none. Like, I, I don't care if their play is subpar; they're going to be unified, and it's going to be a better group. Yeah, like, I agree. I, I just, just from the from a coaching standpoint, a players' standpoint, it's going to be more unified and together, and stupid stuff is not going to happen as often because Brian Kelly won't put up with it. Yeah. All right, guys. I think that'll wrap up our segment here for the DBs. Hopefully, you enjoyed that. Maybe we gave you some insight, you know, about what we think when it comes to DBs. Maybe something that'll actually happen. Uh, but we're gonna hit a quick break. We got the Balcony Bengals here in the waiting, here on the sidelines, awesome. waiting to jump in. Yeah, man, we're excited. You know, we got some stuff coming up with the Balcony Bengals. Yeah, this yep. coming, this coming football season is gonna be fun. It is. Uh, maybe we'll talk. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about that when they get in here. But we're gonna hit a quick break. And we'll bring the Balcony Bingles in right after this.
2: Man, I got this way. My head down to my bed. You know what I can tell. But man, I got this way. Man, I got this way.
0: My head down to my bed. I swear when I surf, way, be swear. I'm on Hill, Hill, not it, not it, not it. Be Polo on my body, got, got back, girl, beside me. I'm right behind me. And I'm 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 i I'm I'm i I'm I'm
1: excited
3: oh beyond excited man i'm beyond excited for sure uh it's been a lot of anxious waiting
2: man it's, it's getting close we're like 30 something days away man you're telling me i mean uh, i am anxious 40, I'm excited.
3: Technically, technically uh 36 now yeah i mean 30, y'all, yeah. you've all you
2: got it out there on on the balcony right yeah,
3: for sure it's right behind the me countdown. right here yep every day at six thirty, the countdowns change and it's an update to tomorrow
1: yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Hey guys, look, I know Brandon, I, I don't think I'll speak out of turn when I say this. Hey, if y'all are in Baton Rouge and you're near the balcony, see the balcony this coming fall, y'all stop by. I think they're going to have some fun out there, Brandon. Am, am I wrong in saying that? Well, no, hundred percent, man. Uh,
3: that's our big thing. Our big, uh, slogan, so to speak, uh, is come to the balcony and, uh, for football season, you know, driving by, whether you're walking by, whether you're driving by, walking by, whatever it may be, you know, uh, Come pass by, you know. Maybe uh, get a beer through the funnel or uh, grab some good food that uh, Goat Man's there cooking you know. up with some popper earls, whatever it may be. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, anyway. so Goat Man's going to be doing the cooking. Goat Man's, are, are we serving any goat? <laughs> no, uh, goat, goat leg. Goat
3: Man, goat, <laughs> man and I, goat Man and I are both big cooks. Uh, there you go. But,
1: you know, love to hear it. Love to hear it. Yeah, Perfect I mean. That. We're we're pumped for this season, and and of course we're you know we you we've been planning to do some stuff with y'all this upcoming season, and, and maybe we can nail that down and announce that here soon. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think the fans will really enjoy uh, some things we've been discussing uh, uh, here lately, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about expectations, previewing some things, predictions, you know, all of these things. We we want to hear uh from the balcony you know what their expectations are for the season number one uh uh, brandon i mean what what do you expect out of brian kelly year one not not record wise just what do you expect from brian <laughs> kelly in general as a coach
3: well i think you'll see obviously a lot more structure i know it's been talked about a lot but um uh, you know you'll see a lot more structure a lot more stability um uh, as you kind of said before i hopped on uh a lot less uh, BS, really, I think, uh, to really cut to the chase. I think it would be a lot less BS, a lot more uh, – everybody would be a lot more unified um, because, look, I was a big fan of Edo when he was here. Um, but I think the more you watch um, LSU as they come as they come on, the more you watch LSU in 2019, if you can go back and watch, and the more you watch Joe Burrow, the more you realize that uh, yeah, Joe Burrow was the head coach, Dave Randers <laughs> the defensive coordinator, and Steve Singer was the awesome <laughs> coordinator. Yeah. Um, I think that, yeah. that's the more you realize that oh Joe really is that kind of leader. Uh, yeah. he was able to not only hold it together, but uh lead us to the greatest one of the greatest teams of all time. Um and so I think you know you'll see a lot more of that, uh, a lot more stability, a lot more unification, kinda like you saw um then. Now obviously you, you don't know necessarily you have that level of talent like you did in twenty nineteen where you had first rounders all over the all over the field. Yeah. Um, but you know I, as far as, you know, expectations, uh, not even record-wise, you know, that's a, um, definitely, you know, I think that's where the floor is set.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go no, ahead, you're, good, you're good,
2: you're so, good. So, Brandon, we've been doing these position previews. Yeah. We did DBs uh, tonight. Last week we did the special teams. Next week I believe we'll be addressing the linebackers. Um, you know what is a position group that you are most excited to see this week, this or this week, this upcoming season? What's a position group maybe that you believe is the most talented, and what's a position group that you're maybe the most concerned about?
1: Yeah,
3: um, I think uh, obviously, you know, our wide receiver, our wide receiver room is very talented for sure. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, I'll tell you. you know a lot of people talk about Kayshawn Boute, a lot of people talk about Jack Besh. Uh, even Dre Jenkins, but I think uh, a guy that's kind of forgot about pretty often is Malik Neighbors. Um, mm-hmm. I think that guy has a chance. If he's a wide receiver three, um, you know, we have a, a, an, a ridiculous amount of potential with that with that set up there, um, especially if he's able to be fresh. Our wide receiver room is very deep. Um, obviously, the quarterback room I'm very excited about, and I know that's the talk of the town uh, is the quarterback sure. room, uh, but you know, I really think Garrett Nussmeyer is probably going to pervade a lot of that. Uh, but okay. I think my biggest concern, um, my biggest concern, is offensive line. Uh, I think that's where you know a team is built in the trenches. You yeah, um, exactly. know, your defensive line is going to be pretty good, uh, but your offensive line, I think, that's your biggest that's your biggest concern because if you can't run the ball, that's going to put a lot of pressure on wide receivers, quarterbacks, um, and it's just downhill from there if you can't block.
1: Yeah, uh, Brandon, you, you you mentioned there uh, about Malik neighbors, dude. Yeah. If patient, l- l- I mean, let me just lay this out for you guys. Like you said, wide receiver three, Jack Besh just kind of brought himself on the scene a little bit. I, I mean, he he <laughs> just a little, like just a little bit. Like <laughs> freshman year, he had a great year, right? And people found out his name. Now he's been in the SEC media days yeah. as LSU's only offensive player. At SEC media days, like people know who Jack Besh is, yeah. So, and everybody knows who Kayshawn Butte is, like yeah. potential number one receiver taken out of the draft this coming year, right? So they know Kayshawn. they know Jack, but they don't know Malik yet, yeah, right. And we know the potential that Malik Neighbors has. Like, I mean, I don't know if he's Jamar Chase, but we've we've heard comparisons, right? Yeah. We've heard the comparisons to Jamar Chase. You give me a scenario where Kayshawn Boutte and Jack Besh is getting a whole lot of uh, attention and Malik's on an island with one guy <laughs> being forgot yeah. about. Your third like best people. Third best people are not going to forget about him for very long. No. Like, he's going to be a freaking problem. Uh, and, Especially with somebody who's halfway competent
3: uh, as an offensive yes. Uh yeah. Jake Peach should not be allowed back in the city of Baton Rouge. And. <laughs> Jake Pete shouldn't be allowed to coach a Pee Wee football game. I don't care if they're sick. <laughs> I don't. The, I do not allow him near a football field.
1: Yes, I, I, the the it was like Bo Pelini in the Mississippi State game. Like, you had, you had him, Bo Pelini, like, twenty twenty, refusing to go horrible. zone. Yeah. He refu- Jake Pete's refused to run the ball, bro. They would drop, bro. Defenses would drop so many guys back, bro. Yeah. You could you could run a Mack truck through the defense, like yeah. the like, it was run the freaking ball, dude. The Auburn, Auburn
3: was dropping like eight guys in the world. coverage. Auburn dude. dropped eight guys in the coverage, like nine plays in a row he didn't run the oh. ball. one. I mean, so, ridiculous. I will say, ridiculous. you know, having, having a much better offensive coordinator, uh, obviously a yes. very experienced guy, um, I think that's going to make a big difference. Um, and like I said, I think we have to be able to block. If we're able to block, um, that's a game changer. But I think the offensive coordinator, you know, I felt bad almost for Max Johnson last year until he transferred to A and M. Now I hate his guts. Um, but, uh, I think a guy like Garrett Nussmeyer, people saw him as a turnover, a turnover happy guy. You know, pull the trigger a lot. But you have to remember that he's playing with Jake Pete's. He's not. A, he's not getting that's any help freshman. as a true freshman. Yeah. Um, he he has no idea what he's doing compared to a guy who's been in the program and been coached well. Um, and so that's why I think you know. I'm very excited to see where that leads as far as from the offensive coordinator and offensive side of the ball.
2: So, Brandon, uh, we talked about this a little bit over the phone uh, this afternoon. You know, y'all went from, you and the balcony Bengals, y'all went from greatest season ever um, to first to a 500 season the next year and then to a losing season and how long was it? 21 years. 20-something years. Um, so it, it was, you know, you're at the, the peak of the mountain and then it all kind of came crumbling down, you know, for fans. And I'm sure as students, that was really hard. Yeah. So now that you've got Brian Kelly, there, there's, there obviously is a lot of hype building amongst the fan base. How big of a hype is building with the students there at LSU? And, you know, what are your expectations, um, kind of for the fan base, I should say, um, heading into, a little bit. into this season because we saw last year it, w- it was very lacking. I mean, the in the Auburn valley. game, you know, you're in that game yeah. and this, the stands look absolutely empty. So what yeah. are some of your expectations? Maybe maybe you can give kind of a um, a, a speech here a little bit to yeah. the LSU fan base, to the LSU students. Uh, for this upcoming Put your season, tails to the game. It's yeah, uh,
3: that's definitely something I'm very uh, passionate about. I'll say, yeah. um, I think uh, with no do with no offense to anybody necessarily, I think the LSU fan base is old, um, and I think the new LSU fans that are younger coming up don't have quite the same passion that the older LSU fans had when they were younger, um, and I think a lot of that has to do with the age of social media and the age of streaming and the age. You're never going to have to ever worry about another LSU sporting event not being on TV. So It's a lot easier for an older guy who's tired of walking, tired of going on a hot game, to just sit at home in his nice outdoor kitchen and watch the game. (laughs) Or a young guy who just wants to stay home and go to the bar after, he can just watch it from his TV or on his couch. And so I think that's just a part of the culture. Um, That's kind of ever-changing. But, you know, I, I think that a lot will be said after the Florida State game. That's – that's most of my anxiety comes from the Florida State game. I think if I LSU handles business in, at Florida State, um, I think uh, – not at Florida State, I'm sorry, in the Superdome against Florida State, I think that Baton Rouge will be a scene come September 10th when we play Southern. Uh, I think it will be a whole party in Baton Rouge. Um, and, I, and I think a lot will be said about what the season is going to be from there on uh, yeah. after the Florida State game. I think it has the potential to be kind of like a Miami game uh yeah. like 18 um uh, i really was excited the way the media was hyping up miami that year because i knew they really weren't that good and so us beating them that looked even better um so we'll yeah. see i think if lsu beats beats uh florida state by maybe two or three possessions uh, i think that'll really set the stage oh, for an exciting man. season um and you're always going to have the students who leave and go to the bar at halftime that's part of the game uh, it's part of the student life i guess um, it wouldn't be me, that's, you know, um, but, you know, the Auburn, the Auburn game last year really is that, – that haunts my mind still. An oh. 8.30 kick uh, I, or 8 o'clock kick, whatever it was, late game. LSU's 3-1, and one, I believe, at this point. Um, Auburn's undefeated. It's a top 25 matchup, or if not, I believe Auburn was top 25. We might have been unranked in Death Valley at night. You know, that's supposed to be the mecca of college football, um yes. and at nine thirty, um, the sidelines with the gold seats, uh, the sideline seats are empty. Um, and that's all the older families, older people who uh, it's their bedtime at nine thirty and they're they're out. It's a, it's a three point game. It's a three point game. Where are you going? Where are you going? It's one. Th- I get it. I, I you can make excuses for the college kids going to the bar, but you can't yeah. make because the same people who are always griping about the college kids leaving at halftime, you're leaving <laughs> not even started a second quarter yet because you're <laughs> tired. <trying. laughs> I can't I, I disagree with you there, Bren. But yeah. as far as the season, like we're very excited. Um, like I said, I think a lot will be said after the Florida State game. Um, if we win, decided discernibly like we should, um, I think you know the anticipation will start to build with the students. I find the anticipation with students starts to build late, um, but I believe it'll come on all at
2: once. Well, I, I think we have had uh, another member join in on here. Is that yeah, Miles is. I see? You. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up, Miles?
4: <laughs> Doing good. Ready for, ready for some football.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, for sure, for sure. So uh, we've been talking to Brandon, um, discussing a few things. Hey man, what what are you most excited for for this football season, Miles?
4: I don't know. I'm ready to see how Brian Kelly does in the SEC. I'm ready to see if he sure. if he he's built for it.
2: That that is a, one of the question marks that definitely the media is asking. And I think he's, also a lot of the fans.
1: Yeah, absolutely. For position group wise or maybe player wise, what are you looking forward to? The best.
4: I'm kind of curious to see how the the quarterback position plays out. Like I'm ready to see who. No. <laughs> I'm ready to see who who got the job.
1: So. I, I don't know. As of right now, I'm, I'm feeling like Nussmeier is being the guy. I talked about a lot. Uh, yeah. Mobile wise, and I I think you know Brandon kind of hit it on the button there when he was saying you know he's a true freshman. He's got Jake Pete's. You know, as an offensive yeah. coordinator, not doing him any favors. Uh, so I'd love to see the potential because the dude was a great quarterback in high school and was a top 100 recruit in the nation. So like the talent's there and he, and he played in the state of Texas. Well, so.
2: Brandon, Brandon, and miles. I'll ask y'all both this. Um Brandon you go first and miles. So how do y'all see that position playing out? And we'll definitely do more of a deep dive once we get, that'll be the last, well, I think one of the last things we talk about Yeah. Um, for the position preview series, but how, how do y'all see that? Q, uh, QB battle kind of playing out do y'all see you know they're kind of being a, a a solid guy that that starts at Florida State and he's the guy all the way through do you see BK kind of do some uh rotation maybe do a t- you know two QB quarterback system don't tell, me that. You know, don't tell <laughs> you know, me that do you see a guy starting the season and another guy finishing the season like how do y'all see that Brandon Brandon why don't you go ahead and share and then miles after that
3: I think there's a couple different scenarios that can play out um what I don't think I do not think all three quarterbacks will get more than five snaps at Florida State. Sure I, know, oh, okay. I know I've seen some people talk about um, all three quarterbacks getting reps uh, against Florida State. Florida State is not um, Austin P. okay? You can't just show up and roll no. somebody out there and, oh, we'll get this person some reps. We'll get this That's guy good some point. reps. Yeah. No. At that point, if you don't have your starting quarterback situation figured out, you're screwed. And I don't want any, you know. Well, this guy's gonna play some, and this guy's gonna play some, and yada yada. Uh, yeah. That's just you don't see a country with two presidents, okay? Two <laughs> quarterbacks. <laughs> and you know, I think Jaden Daniels situation may be a little different. Um, I think obviously Jaden Daniels is gonna be in some packages, um, maybe yeah, with some read sure. options, um, you know, some RPO type stuff. Um, but I, I think Nussmeier wins that wins the battle. It could turn out to where Miles Brennan starts the year, and it, it's basically his job to lose. Um, but I thoroughly believe Nussmeier will probably be the starter, and then uh, Jaden Daniels will also get some time as
2: well. Um, I'm, I think- I'm right there with you, Brandon. I got to be honest. I'm right there with yeah. you. I I kind of think that Miles Brennan will be the guy that takes the first night at Florida State with Jaden coming in here and there, and Miles. Actually ends up being, or excuse me, Nussmeyer ends up being the guy at the end. So I'm kind of with you there.
3: Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's kind of uh, almost Nussmeyer's job to lose. I think, you know, if he shows in fall camp that, you know, he's too turnover prone or that he can't be trusted, I think that they'll obviously go with the more trustable guy with Miles Brennan. Um, But I think, you know, if he makes that step up, you know, I I think it makes more sense to play Garrett Nussmeyer. Miles Burns has got one year of eligibility. So unless he's a game changer type guy, um, even if it's a slight step down maybe with Nussmeier, he's got to work out some kinks. I think that's your guy. He's a guy who can play for one, two, three years um, yeah. and then have Walker Howard step in right after. Um, and I, obviously, I think Jaden Daniels have lots of uh, lots of different packages and stuff that we can mix in. I know one thing. We'll be more prepared than we were against UCLA. That's a fact. For sure. no,
2: no doubt. No doubt. So, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, that that's a good take, Miles. Do you, do you see it kind of playing out the same way, or do you see it? Yeah, a
4: different? honestly, I think it's it'll probably start off with a two quarterback system just just because it's okay. early, and then I think later on, either Miles Brennan or Garrett Nosema will probably end up starting towards middle of the season. Gotcha. I think gotcha. with with okay. Daniels running these packages or whatever. So, yeah. yeah, interesting.
1: All right, guys. So to finish the show here. We want your season prediction, uh, record. You know what, what, what's going to happen first year. Brian Kelly, Miles. What's your prediction for wins, loss? I'm gonna
4: go. I'm gonna go nine and three. Nine and three. three. I'm nine totally
1: three. fine with that. That's
2: for sure. <laughs> I'm
1: down nine and three. The,
2: the either eight and four or nine and three. Yeah. With a with a ball win getting us to ten.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, we'll see.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, Brandon, yeah. what is it?
3: I think uh, I think I see it I've thought about this a lot, probably every day. Uh, <laughs> um, I fan much <laughs> I think that it turns out one of three ways. I think we're either seven and six, eight and four, nine and three. Um, the way I look at it, the people saying we're going six and six, that is impossible. Way too low. That's that way is too low. Literally impossible. We went six and six with that clown show we had last year. We <laughs> were yeah. twenty players on the roster. Uh, you know, uh, Parkview Baptist in Baton Rouge high school down the road. High school has more players than that. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I, I think we're either going to be seven and six, eight and four, nine and three. I think seven and six is probably considered a failure. Uh, I think eight and four is probably, you know, average, you know, and then nine and three is obviously a, a very, um, optimal, uh, into the season. I think, you know, I think people sleep a lot on, uh, Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is going to be a force, uh, I think people, yep, I, I think people are sleeping on Mississippi State a little bit. I know Mississippi State. We kind of normally have their number, but I think they're a pretty good team. Thank um, you, Brandon. They're finally starting to settle in, and I think uh, as as much as I hate to say this, um, I think Alabama's going to be ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I really, do. I, I really don't see anybody being them. I think oh, right
2: Well, they were great last year. They're yes, they're they're better this year. And I think Jameer, Jameer
3: gives. Uh, he's plus six thousand to win the Heisman right now. Um, I think Jameer Gibbs has a chance to win the Heisman. Uh, he but, he may very well be the
1: best player in college football. Yeah. I I, I got to disagree with you too on all this. Like from an Ole Miss really? fans perspective, I have heard from their mouth they don't even know if Jackson Dart is going to be the starter. And I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you right now if Luke Altmaier is the starter, oh at Ole Miss, if Luke starter, like, I'm good. Like I, I, y'all, I think Jackson Dart is way. Way for hyped a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I agree. Like, and 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 let's be real, like they lost their weapons out on the all-time. Like they lost Drummond. The only guy they got back is is Mingo. Like, yeah. And they lost uh Jerry and Ely. They lost Snoop Connor. Yep. Like, they, I know they got. They, they lost Z- their like third. They get Zach Evans. Like, I, I know they got Zach Evans, but Zach Evans is a problem child, and, and went to TCU and yeah. transferred yeah. after. Like yeah. I, I'm not bought into Ole Miss at all. Like they're going to yeah, and
3: games. they are at home. They are at home, so I think that's not. I don't think that's a game to necessarily stress about. I, I think Arkansas is going to be pretty good. Um, yeah. I think yeah. a game that a lot of people I've seen who are not LSU fans, obviously, uh, have us losing against Florida and and Auburn both away games. Florida is a dumpster fire.
2: Uh, yeah, they, yeah, that's a game.
3: cupcake in my eyes. Uh, I am I more
2: confident in LSU beating Florida and Auburn than I am confident in LSU beating Tennessee, Tennessee. and Arkansas. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Florida and Auburn are dumpster fires. I think those <laughs> would be total disasters, and I think we'll roll in both of there and 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 take care of right. business. I think Texas A and M until until I see that they're good, I won't believe it. But you know, going to Texas A and
2: M is always tough. Not an easy game. So. Well, I got to be honest. If if they go seven and six, I'm not happy.
0: No, yeah. if uh, if
2: they go eight and four, I'm going okay. I mean, yeah, you know, exactly. pretty, pretty pretty decent season. You know, yeah. good to get back from what we were. And then yeah. if we, if we go nine and three, ten and two, I'm through the roof. Let, nine let and three me, is
1: a massive success. Let me yeah. say something real quick, and we'll wrap the show up on. It, okay, we appreciate you guys jumping in here and answering questions. But let me say something real quick. Okay, Brian Kelly has not lost or, or has not won less than ten games in the past five seasons. Gosh. Yeah. Let let me just throw that out there. And he might have the most talented roster he's ever had. Definitely. So I understand it's the SEC, a little bit different. People hate on Notre Dame's schedule, but, I I mean, they got Ohio State as game one this year. So I think people sleep on Notre Dame's schedule a little bit. Yeah, But the dude hasn't won less than 10 games in the past five seasons. And the season before that, Was the like seven and six season, and he immediately made changes, and then went five straight years, did not lose, win less than ten games. So, and and I think he's got more talent now than he ever has. For
3: sure. So, biggest thing. I think the biggest thing keeping LSU from going nine and three, or ten and two, is not necessarily that LSU won't be good. I think it's the rest of the league is going to be up. I think that's The, the biggest
1: problem. LSU is a like. Let's say Nussmeier, I mean, any of them. I don't care who it is. Any three of them step up and are a very consistent, solid quarterback. LSU is literally a quarterback away from competing for the West. I agree. I I mean, wide receiver, (laughs) defensive line. You know, let's say Will Campbell steps up, Miles Frazier, All-American last year, Trayvon Shorts. You figure out – I mean, honestly, the only thing on the offensive line I'm worried about is center yeah like cam wire can be your right tackle experienced solid player another year off season under you know a full off season under Brad Davis yeah. the question mark for me is center like yeah. the DBs as we talked about tonight has a potential to be great your linebackers I mean Mike Jones, Michael Baskerville Greg Penn I think can be a very, very solid group. I don't think they're great I think they're solid mm-hmm. but John Emery Noah Kane, Armani Goodwin, the weapons you have in the wide receiver i mean, we are a quarterback away from competing for the yeah. West. Yeah, yep. So I think on it's, year one with Brian Kelly,
3: I agree. I think if the line steps up, uh, you know, I think if the line steps up, I think the quarterback room will be fine. I really do, regardless yeah. of who it falls to. I think if the line right. can step up, um, if the line plays solid, you can start any of the three. Um, yeah, be okay.
2: Well, I mean, you've seen got you've seen quarterbacks that were. Not even playmakers, but that were game managers. Yeah, yeah, that had really that where the lines of scrimmage were really, really good, and you had a lot of talent at the skill
1: positions. AJ McCarron, Stetson yeah. Bennett last year. Stetson. I ben, mean, I, like, I think
2: Stetson Bennett is a little bit more of a, is, of a is probably a step above a game manager.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but I mean, we've seen teams that have had you know average to a little bit above average quarterback play. Go yeah. and play for national championships and win national championships. Now, I'm not saying that's going to be LSU this year by by any means, but if you get good, solid quarterback play like Reagan has, yeah. has said, and as Brandon has said, if the lines of scrimmage are dominant, yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot of potential and a lot of yeah. a lot of good that can come out of that
0: for LSU. I
3: think, I think your defensive line has a chance to be one of the best in the SEC. Yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's them or A
0: it's yeah, I think have
3: heard it. a lot about Mason Smith because obviously he's a physical freak show. Um, <laughs> yeah. But people forget Allie Gay is coming back. B.J. Ojolari. Uh, B.J. Ojolari, huh. that is a mean edge, right? Micaiah there. Wingo,
1: yeah, who, who won Iron? Tiger. Who just won the Iron Tiger for yeah. the off season. Why? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, first team freshman last year. You know, all Mason SEC Smith. too so. Yeah, it's just, like it's, it, a it's dangerous. Mass dangerous. of a man. So, in my opinion, we're a quarterback away. Uh-huh. And with the thought that Brian Kelly hasn't won less than 10 games, and he's probably got more talent than he ever has on a roster. I'm, my prediction as of right now is nine and three. Yeah. And 10 wins with a bowl a game. game. So, yep. all right, guys, we appreciate you joining on. We've gone a little long, but that's all good. Nothing wrong with that. We love talking LSU football. Appreciate you, Brandon, Miles, joining in, getting the perspective of the balcony Bengals. We got some stuff coming up. I think we're going to solidify with the, the the balcony boys and, And we're excited about it for this coming fall. So appreciate you guys joining in. We're going to hit a quick commercial break and we'll wrap it up right after this. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, everybody. Appreciate you joining in and getting involved in tonight's show. It's a great show. Absolutely. I mean, fantastic show. We appreciate JoJo uh, 24 LSU commit out of Grayson in Loganville, Georgia joining. Appreciate the balcony bingles uh, hopping on. Hopefully we gave you some insight with the DB room. We love talking LSU football. Guys, it's getting really close. We're going to keep talking LSU football every week. Uh, We'll keep you updated if Jay Johnson, you know, pulls in like, um, I don't know, let's say Mookie Betts, uh, (laughs) Austin Riley, you know, Clayton Clayton Clershaw signs to LSU. We'll let you know, okay? (laughs) We'll let you know on the next episode. No, I'm kidding. Jay Johnson is the portal king, though. So, appreciate you hopping in. Hope you enjoyed tonight here in the Tigers Avenue. We'll see you next time in the Tigers Avenue. Five-star hero takes us out. Peace.
0: Who that, who that, five-star? Who that, who that, five-star? And the LSU Tigers, LSU Tigers.